But I think that's the problem, though. There's again, it's the left and right. It's one extreme or the other. Mm-hmm. It's either he exists and therefore all things should be good, or he allows evil and because evil exists, he doesn't. He doesn't exist. And it's like, well, wait a minute. No, that's that's a joke. Exactly. We're not yeah. seeing that. Welcome to Acts Two and Forty Two. Real discussions, real opinions, real stories and testimonies, real church talk. Welcome to Acts 2 and 42. All right, welcome back to Acts 2 and 42. This is Keith, and I've got TJ with me, and we're here talking again about atheism versus theism. You know, how do we know there's a God and some of the main uh, points of conversation uh, when talking about this. And um, if you haven't watched, we've got several others uh, already dealing with the more scientific aspect. We definitely want to deal with that. Um, Wasn't just about defending the Christian faith, Mm -hmm. but the question of whether or not there seems to be a God. But nonetheless, it is a point of contention. You know, so let's let's talk about that. Um, So we'll talk about you know, the atrocities right now. We'll talk about, you know, terrible things happening and how do you maintain belief in a God when terrible things happen? And, and I, so I have a question, I have a, a quotation from C.S. Uh, Lewis, um, which is a Christian. Um, and I also have the experience recently of a Christian friend talking to me about, you know, seeing an atrocity. Believing in God, seeing an atrocity, and just being in tears. Asking God, why is this like this? Why couldn't you do something about that? You know, and just like in other topics and in the next topic, you know, there's, these are some questions or concerns that Christians share. This is a common ground that we all feel. So it's not that the Christian ignores these things. You know, or doesn't have a heart for these things. So I just want to put that in proper context that we have some of these same questions. Now, the resolve that we come to may be different, but we have the initial question. So it's not just atheism to say, why are there atrocities? You know, so nonetheless, but C.S. Lewis says, my argument against God was that the universe seemed so cruel and unjust, but how had, how had I got in this idea of just and unjust? A man does not call a line crooked unless he has some idea of a straight line. What was I comparing the universe with when I called it unjust? If the whole show was bad and senseless from A to Z, so to speak, why did I, who was supposed to be part of the show, find in myself a violent reaction against it? Of course, I could have given up my idea of justice by saying it was nothing but a private idea of my own. But if I did that, then my argument against God collapsed too. For the argument depended on saying the world was really unjust, not simply that it did not happened to please my fantasy. Thus, in the very act of trying to prove that God did not exist, in other words, that the whole of reality was senseless, I found I was forced to assume that one part of reality, namely my idea of justice, was full of sense. If the whole universe has no meaning, we should never have found out that it has no meaning. Just as if, it sounds funny saying it, right? Just as if there were no light in the universe and therefore no creatures with eyes, we should never have known it was dark. Dark would be nothing. Oh, excuse me. Dark would be without meaning. C.S. Lewis. So, I don't know that I need to expound on that. 
But there is, there is a logical, I think a very logical case to be made that the fact that you know this is evidence of something itself. You know, um, it doesn't explain why there's atrocities. But the fact that there's atrocities cannot imply that there, there, that there therefore is no God. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like, uh, like I want to make a distinction between the two. That this concept that he's talking about, that one would have never known justice. One would have, like, the, the, the blind... Um, if there's no light and no eyes, you would never know it was dark. The fact you know it's dark shows that there is either such a thing as light mm-hmm. and that you have eyes to see the difference. Um, doesn't justify why there's darkness. Does that make sense? Yeah. That, is that fair? Um, there's several steps in between the two, between the evil that exists in the world and whether or not there's a creator. Mm-hmm. There's several things that we have on the table, and we've already talked about a couple of them in the previous podcast. So you don't know, you don't, you have to neglect everything else that science and thinkers and, and people of all kind all recognize. You have to ignore all of that for the sake of the fact you see evil. And, but evil itself is not uh, definitive mm-hmm. in proving anything. It's just, the only thing we know is that atrocities have happened. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing we know for sure. So what, what, I mean, what are your thoughts when you hear that? What, what kind of response um, do you have, or what do you think we should be considering in this in this point? As far as why atrocities happen, mm-hmm. or why there's um, evil, mm-hmm. I, from the from the position or the um, arguments that I've I've heard or the context I've heard it in, is how can how can there be a God, or what kind of God? Yes, will allow these things to happen, mm-hmm. which again it, it begs to differentiate what kind of a God and whether there is a God, mm-hmm. two different things. Yep. Um, let's say a monstrous jerk. We, let's get, I'll but give you But he still could have created well, something. Still, yeah. It was still suggested that there is a God. So yep. if I explain, even if I can't explain it, I say, well, I mean, it's just his will. It just kind of fall back on that. It still doesn't, it still doesn't insinuate that there is no God. There's a It's that you don't like him. Yeah. I think it assumes um, the, the question of atrocities, it assumes that there's only one dynamic, which is a God that gets involved. You see, so we're, we're taking off the table yeah. Einstein's view, which is a God that doesn't get involved in the affairs of men. Yeah. You know, not that there is no God, but yeah. that if there is one, I don't think he gets yeah. involved with the affairs of men. Yeah. But we're saying, well, because there's atrocities that he doesn't, he doesn't get involved with, there therefore is no God, which is... It's it's not a proper argument, you know, yeah. um, and I think there are, I think there are too many things that are considered, such free will being one, the the ability to do a thing, um, without constraints. That's not considered. Mm-hmm. There are atrocities because men have free will to do what they desire, mm-hmm. but because there are atrocities, the things we view as atrocities, it shows that there's that there's something within us, that's that identifies the good, mm-hmm. that identifies this, that's wrong, that's bad. Um, therefore, there's something that, that's there that says, this is good. So considering that, wouldn't it be men that are the cause for atrocities? Not necessarily God. Mm-hmm. And if men do bad things, mm-hmm. I mean, I think we all do things that are 
even on our own site, you know, wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, do I now look at the wrong in me and say, well, there's no God because I do wrong? Yeah. I think that's the overall argument. Yep. There is no God because someone did wrong. Yeah. Or because something bad happened. Yep. And and the Christian doesn't neglect wrong existing, mm-hmm. evil existing. It's quite quite the opposite. We talk about it a lot. Um, we actually identify that it's in us. Mm-hmm. We take accountability that we do this. We we have done this. You know, we as in the individual or we as in mankind. Mm-hmm. The existence of evil really shouldn't play a role in whether or not there was a creator or not. Mm-hmm. That's it, a separate anything, question. Yes. It, 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 what, that doesn't infer that. So even though the inference is, is always made, it doesn't necessarily mean that. It means that if, if there is one, that these must be terrible. But you're going to go a step further, and you're going to say, well, wait a minute. Suppose there is one, the existence of evil, and the fact that it's mankind that does evil. Mm-hmm. And that he doesn't get involved in that, in that directly yeah. doesn't negate his existence. It doesn't doesn't now... negate his existence, or also doesn't make him evil. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, the and argument can be made because he doesn't get involved. You know what I mean? Um, the ar- you could say that because he didn't get involved. So we can we can do. And we don't. There, but... I think that's the problem, though. There's again, it's the left and right. It's one extreme or the other. Mm-hmm. It's either he exists and therefore all things should be good, or he allows evil. And because evil exists, he doesn't. He doesn't exist. And it's like, well, wait a minute. No, that's... That's a joke. Exactly. We're not yeah. seeing that. Yeah. You know, and no one's saying, well, hold on now. There are other variables. There are other things to be considered here. And you know what's crazy? You know, we, we've tried... I, I've said it before. Like, if you want to talk to me about there not being a God, I'd rather talk about science and philosophy. I'd ra- I, well, you can do that better there. Once we start talking about um, not morality, morality existing, but moral issues with religion, mm-hmm. right? Um, and in situa- situations like this, like the atrocities that happen, and how do we justify there being this benevolent God that allows atrocities? Um, I don't think you, you can't you can't get me there, but I noticed that scientifically and philosophically, not many people waste their time concerned with that. Whether there's a God, a creator, right? Because again, we're trying to separate the two: that whether there's a creator and whether that creator is good are two different mm-hmm. things, right? But the people that were focused on the thought of, of creation and how it was created, the universe, and whether there was a, a, a first cause, they, they, they didn't seem to spend a whole lot of time with whether or not he was benevolent. You know, and mm-hmm. it's quite the opposite. You know, they, their thoughts, their views, and their focus had nothing to do with that. And I think they were aware of scripture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they were aware of, the, of religions. And they didn't spend their time... Um, Attacking religion, they spent their time thinking, you know, on metaphysics and mm-hmm. whether or not, how could this all be here? I think they did a good job at, um, I'm saying, encapsulating or compartmentalizing. They didn't, they didn't mm-hmm. bombard mm-hmm. the the conversation or the thought with a whole bunch of um, subtopics. Because mm-hmm. whether God exists is one thing. You know, whether there is a creator is one thing. Why evil exists is something totally different. Mm-hmm. So when, from what I see, when they're when they're thinking on the existence of God, they focus on that. Mm-hmm. When they're thinking on the existence of evil, they focus on that, you know. And they don't allow one to somehow yeah. discredit the other, yeah. you know. Um, and I think that's what we have to do with this question, you know. Exactly what you're stating, they did. That's why I kind of point to them. 
if you're going to ask yourself why atrocities exist, unfortunately, not even not a I'm not defending God or the Bible or anything like that. That's why I look to the philosopher, mm -hmm. not the Christian, because I don't I don't think that the ra the most rational minds confuse the two. If that I'm trying to think of how to phrase it. You know what I mean? I don't, mm -hmm. I think. That was a, that's a waste of time. I don't think it's a proper way to say, well, this is how we address evil in the world is we suppose that God doesn't exist. Or this is how we know if there's a God that created everything is, is the world good? Mm -hmm. And does everything work out perfect? Um, you see what I mean? And that's, and like you say, it's all or nothing. And, but um, so, okay. So uh, we, we want to make the case to separate the two. We want to make the case that one doesn't necessarily have to do with the other. Um, and you say that evil exists because mankind is evil. What do you suppose God's role is? From a Christian perspective? You're a Christian. <laughs> so, from your perspective. Um, yeah, because I do want to answer the question. I don't want to say, ah, oh, well, this doesn't have anything to do. I, I, we, we have pointed out that whatever is the cause of atrocities, whatever role a God may play, it doesn't mean he exists or doesn't exist because there's this. It actually implies it probably does. Mm-hmm. Um, if you think, if you follow that, the C.S. Lewis or whatever uh, train of uh, train of thought, school of thought. Um, so separating those two, but then as a Christian, atrocities happen. Evil exists in the world all the time. Um, a lot of it coming from believers, you know, mm -hmm. uh, priests molesting children, and you know this, that, and the other. Um, so what is God's role, you know, for the person to answer their their concerns about why would God do this? Because that's still a question. Him not existing is off the table right now, but just why would he, why does he allow this? Why does this happen? Well, I believe God has given every man the, the right to do what he will. You know, to, I believe he's given us parameters and he's given us um, guidelines. He's given us a way to walk, which is good, but he's also allowed you to walk contrary to that. You know, um, and while God sits back, and allows things to go as a man will, you know. I think I think personally he intervenes. Um, Divine intervention. I think he's. I think he does get engaged with the affairs of men. To a degree, you know. I don't think every time a man makes a move, he's down there like, "Oh, don't do that, mm -hmm. don't do this," mm -hmm. you know. Um, but I believe he, with the guidelines he's given us, with the, with the scriptures. Um, we do have that yeah. almost play-by-play, -play, um, you know, rule book. Um, and that's that's a gross oversimplification of what it is or overgeneralization. But mm -hmm. I don't think God's role is to stop every bad thing from happening. Um, mm -hmm. Because if that were the case, we'd call him a tyrant. That was the case, according to the precepts of, you know, our, our religion and others, monotheistic, um, he would have ended it after Adam. The Adam experiment would have been it. Mm -hmm. And he would have figured out something else. But the fact that, I think it, it shows the character of our God, the fact that in spite of the fact we choose to do evil, that he entertains us, humankind, mm -hmm. to the extent that he does, is grace. Forget raining down fire and brimstone from heaven. Forget flooding the whole earth. Forget killing women and children the actual godly atrocities, you know, if I could say that, um, 
they're minor in comparison to what we probably deserve. And I'm not, mm-hmm. I don't mean to defend. I just mean to put it in what I think is a considerable context that why didn't he give up on Adam? Why didn't he give up on the early primitive men when they murdered and just killed them? I said, nope, that's it. This species is terrible. I don't know. That's kind of, I guess it's rhetorical. You know, there's not a whole lot of feedback for that, but um, you were you were saying, I, I don't want to interrupt. I think that begs consideration, though, um, because if we're going to use the atrocities, then let's also consider when there wasn't just due punishment mm-hmm. for things done. Um, yeah, I, from what I see of God, and even in Scripture, uh, if I can go to Scripture, it was long after, it was long overdue whenever God gave severe punishment. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. you acted and, oh, you must suffer terribly and horribly and completely yeah. for your wrong. Yep. It was you did wrong, I let you go. You did wrong, I punish you, but it won't be to the degree that you deserve. And only once you continue to walk contrary and he's tried to bring you back in, mm-hmm. that now there, if it gets to the ultimate, it's okay. You chose that. You know, and even with some, he even allowed them to live contrary to him, you know, and live out their days contrary yeah. to him. Yeah. Um, but we're not considering that part either yeah. to where he's allowed you to go ahead and do what you want to do. Yep. Well, I'll give you guidelines and say, if you do this, you'll fare well. Yep. You know, do these things. And not only will you fare well, but you'll also be a benefit to your neighbor. Mm-hmm. You know. I think that's, that's man, that's um, not not say the answer I want, you know, or whatever, but I like that answer. The rebuttal I would have had early on in your answer would have been, wait a minute, well, he's God. Shouldn't he intervene? If he's benevolent and good, shouldn't he stand up for the oppressed? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't he be <clears throat> the advocate? Shouldn't he be the, the superhero, you know, for lack of a better term? I mean, should he just sit idly by while people are hurt just because, eh, yeah, I made it. Like a dad, like leaving his kids in the house alone. Like, wait a minute. Hold on. You made us. Well, why you just leave us here to destroy ourselves? You know, but I like that. And I think there's examples for he gives room, right? And he gives a period of grace. Like, mm-hmm. he gives, a, like, I'm not going to immediately visit you for all the evil you've done. Um, and there's not necessarily immediate intervention. But there is a point where he says, now I'm getting involved. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's divine. A lot of times, if, and, and for those, you know, like I've, I've heard atheists say that atheists don't really, aren't familiar with the Old Testament, New Testament concept. But um, for those that understand, you know, especially in the Old Testament, there was a more uh, hands-on, divine, supernatural mm-hmm. visiting the, the, the natural approach. Um, where it's argued it was needed because they were more prim- primitive and didn't understand the spiritual yet. So you had to show them the supernatural spiritual, mm-hmm. you know, um, if, that, if that's, you know, true. Um, but there was a, there was a point, you know, where he would rain down fire and burn, you know, Sodom for its sins. And he, and every time it was like, look, I've heard the cries. I've yep. seen the atrocities. I've seen this. I'm going to visit them. I'm going to come down and I'm going to handle this. Um, and I think to c- come away from the supernatural, I think there's a case we made that he also deals with things without, with undivine, <laughs> that's, I don't know, um, intervention. I think he intervenes through people, you know, um, the allies in World War II, you know, stopping Nazi German, Germany mm-hmm. um, to the extent it does. I'm not saying that they were God's soldiers and warriors, but I think he has would, mechanisms. Yeah. If Gentiles want to slaughter Gentiles and if Gentiles are willing to go to war with Gentiles, um, 
he will put it in the hearts of a, of a king to mm-hmm. do one thing. He'll put it in the hearts of another king to do another. Um, so I think he's there guiding, you know, intervening in a sense. Well, the rule is um, not a um, terror for good works. No, yes. he, they're there so that when mm-hmm. one starts to get out of line, that he'll put in the heart of another yep. to correct. But even then, it's, I think we're looking at the immediate atrocity, what we consider the immediate evil or atrocity. Um, but God's still giving room, you yep. know, for even that person or those people yep. to change their ways, you know, before he visits on them. And I, man, again, I don't think we're considering, we're, we're not considering the, um, the magnitude of grace we're given and how, and the implication. Because we're wanting for there to be a God that immediately rewards yes. evil yep. for wrongdoing or stops it. You don't want to suffer for a second. As soon as you get, you, as soon as you hunger, you want bread. Mm-hmm. As soon as you have pain, you want healing. As soon as someone lies to you, you want vengeance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We want that. We want that for others, not understanding that if that were God, we probably wouldn't be ourselves. Wow. <laughs> for for our own sins, mm-hmm. for our own inequities. Yeah. Now, now again, um, this is this, I'll admit this is a kind of Christian apologetics in mm-hmm. a sense. I mean, we are. Um, I hope we make it clear we're not blindly defending the faith. You know what I mean? We're not trying to miss. Uh, I, I don't. Do you understand? I don't. I think because it's kind of Christians separated. will just say anything, yeah. just to make something okay, and yeah. that's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to take a logical approach at our actual religion, mm-hmm. and and because this is an argument posed um, to to the religion, but it also against God. You know, yeah. if this happens, you know, there is no God. Or what kind of God will allow this to happen? While it's again, it's facile. It's it hmm. it seems, it seems logical. But there are a lot of complexity. There are a lot of intricacies yeah. that are that aren't being considered. There are a lot of things that are being taken off the table. Yeah. You know, and you're left to answer for this thing. It was like, wait a minute. No, we need all those. Yeah. We need to consider all these things in order to properly understand the question, or in order to properly answer and understand the the, the question. As a Christian. Say that, you know, to be clear, you want God to, I guess, intervene or avenge atrocities. So, as a Christian, what do we believe is coming? Judgment. What do we What do we preach is coming? Judgment. <laughs> Judgment. Um, this is not receptive because, again, you you already mentioned by by that standard you would have been punished for what you did. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I've said it before, and I think as far as God intervening, I think through civilizations, through history, there's been a few great equalizers, whether they've been pestilence, plagues, famines, war, genocide. There's, there's been seemingly, at least carnal, things that have taken place, earthly things that have taken place that I will say have been a great equalizer you know, uh, or intervention mm-hmm. to either stop a thing or to repay for inequities. Um, and I've said recently, we need an equalizer. We need a tyrant or we need a pestilence. We need suffering um, and oppression. Society is oversensitized mm-hmm. because they have no true suffering. It's become spoiled and have nothing to complain about, so we complain about everything. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. You have nothing. You, everything's provided for you, which doesn't necessarily mean happiness, but everything's provided for you. Um, 
So it's like you're finding reasons to, you know what I mean, to, mm-hmm. to be depressed or find a reason to be upset. And I said this the other day, man, during medieval times, I don't know how abundant, uh, what we know about it, but how abundant uh, suicide from depression was, was prevalent. I think if you were fighting to stay alive <laughs> from either disease or tyrants um, or savages, I, I think uh, you'd be a little preoccupied trying to live, trying not to be killed, yeah. than finding time to be depressed about life. I mean, I think the current suicide rate compared to the suicide rate of um, Ameri- of Americans or I hate to use the term, but African Americans, mm-hmm. you know, during slavery is completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, if it seems like the the more comfortable we get, mm-hmm. the more we're willing, to, the more we we complain, and the more you know, the higher the suicide rate. Yeah. Because it's, if the ones being oppressed, um, quote, were weren't committing suicide at such a rate, yeah, what's causing it? Yeah, you know, it it seems it seems like that's you know, and it, I know we kind of digress a little bit. But not altogether, mm-hmm. you know. I'd like to. I don't want to, you know, go there, go too deep into that, so we don't altogether digress. But um, to just make the point, I think we need an equalizer. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have enough suffering and oppression um, for things like that to be so prevalent. I, I, I mean, for it to be such a problem today, and I, I don't know. So I've said that, but of course, you know, things that are prophesied that are coming, whether it's those things that come or whether it's other things, mm-hmm. I think the only thing that can reset a civilization is atrocities, is, is oppression, is bad things happening. Um, but I think we see that. We see, we see them happening, and I think for, for good reason. But I think that collectively, not just, you know, um, suicide, but um, is slightly digressing away from the, the ultimate point of why the atrocities exist and does it disprove a God. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't go, I think the, the, to bring up atrocities existing, almost, and I could I don't want to um, make it seem like this is what everyone is saying, but it almost um, kind of insinuates that because it exists, it will not be punished. Like there is no recompense for it. You know, so why the atrocities exist? Mm. They exist because there is a there is evil. For just to kind of oversimplify or yeah, oversimplify it. There's evil. So because there's evil, there will be atrocities, but that will be rewarded justly. You know. Can can it be can it be kind of deduced down to this? Um, like right now, you could punch me in my face. Like right, there's nothing. I thought about it a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't, just hang in there. It'll it'll come. You know. Um, but you could literally hit me, and and I I don't know. I mean, so my my not to answer a question with a question, but is this what I'm hearing that you think God should stop the fist? Mm-hmm. Every fist should stop or is it that hey if he chooses to hit he'll hit and and the fact that like basically there's a court of law there's 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 accountability for what you do wrong for any atrocity there's accountability for why it happens unless you're talking scientific like anomaly like a kid's born without an eye or you Mm -hmm. know that's a little different because it's not evil people doing evil Mm -hmm. it's something terrible that exists and it's like why does that why does that why did that happen Mm -hmm. to that kid which there could be answers for that. Scientific, chemical, you know, genetic, mm-hmm. biological. I don't know, but um, I don't know why why you blame God on it or what why God was supposed to do something. Let's say you sh- inject poison in your arm and then produce a baby that has problems. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I think I think that's a fair approach. I mean, we often get accused of um, 
questioning the questions, <laughs> you know. Um, but I think that I think that's fair. I mean, at what point are we accountable for what we do? Yeah. At, at what point and to what extent? Um, he didn't have he doesn't have nothing to do with a lot of things that you would blame other people for doing. You know, like someone that's addicted to drugs and then having a baby that has you know problems from that, mm-hmm. um, or whatever the case may be. I think a lot of us would just admit, well, that she shouldn't have done the drugs. We wouldn't have said, why God? See, there's no God that exists. Because that woman mm-hmm. poisoned her child. That's a pretty simple concept. And I think if we tried to, and that's what the first episode was about, or are we actually trying to consider different views? If we tried to look at genocide or famine or pestilence or whatever big atrocities are, could it be similar to the woman with the baby? Mm-hmm. You know? I like what Jordan Peterson has said <clears throat> about um, how he had never seen someone, he, had, he, had, he was very specific to to the fact that he hasn't seen anyone who he's counseled who has done something and gotten away with it. And he was like, when you see something major happen in someone's life that seems unwarranted, once you start peeling back the layers, you actually find that they did something before that's like, oh, so that's where this came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But many of us don't have the data like he does. Many of us haven't even spent the time Mm-hmm. You know, to necessarily see that fact or, or to consider it. So um, it goes back to, are, but are you willing? Like, do you want to consider? And I think if you want to, um, you'll look and you'll see what both sides are saying. Mm-hmm. You'll see arguments on both sides. Or, um, so I don't know. Um, is there anything we're not, I mean, we've kind of digressed a little bit. But I think, I think overall, in a nutshell, that would be the most concise it has to be or, or could possibly be, I guess. Um, why is there atrocities? How does God exist if there are atrocities? Mm-hmm. So, that's it? Yeah. Okay. I do want to deal separately, because um, this is outside of the atheism-theism conversation, So, I, but I want to deal with it separately um, in the next episode, is a specific atrocity of God killing innocent women and children. Now, this is very different, because it's not just famine strikes, or it's not something man did. But God orders the death of mm-hmm. women and children. So now we can hold God to blame for something. And this is something to the atheist that Christians have a problem with. <laughs> Christians cannot, you know. And it's always brought up by the atheist or often, you, yeah. by the um, critics of yeah. the Christian faith. Yep. So um, I think it's, it's worthy of an answer. Many have embarked on this journey before and um, fallen short, <laughs> I'll say. Um, I've heard several answers to it, and I feel like, I'm like, man, it's not that I think, you know, we have the right answer, but I feel like that wasn't an answer. We have other pieces to the puzzle that are, yeah, that are oftentimes that, missing. They're, they're needed, yeah. Um, so anyway, um, man, if you made it through this, thanks for listening. Um, let us know in the comments on our, on, our, on the website, Facebook page, wherever you, you can uh, link up with us. Um, thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Why Did God Kill Innocent Women and Children? Uh, thank you. That's Axe 42.